What up, y'all? Solocast 2, Curiosity Clubhouse. Greetings. Welcome to the show once again. We are about halfway through the month, at least, you know, as I'm recording this. We probably will be halfway through the first month of the year by the time I release it. With that being said, I hope we're all having a great start to the year. I had a very turbulent start just with releasing the podcast and, you know, I've done a lot of work with building awareness around my relationship with my inner critic and my inner dialogue and my perfectionism, but I'm definitely still in the process of being and moving through moving through and being a recovering perfectionist. I'm an artist, I love to create and I want to be a high-level creator. So that requires ruthless self-criticism, ruthless dedication to practicing and being in the process of making whatever I'm making. But with that, it being a double-edged sword, the inner critic, or it can be, you know, there's always a process of developing and harnessing the inner voice, developing a healthy relationship with it, a constructive relationship with it. And I'm sure as many artists can relate the inner critic can be a bitch. It can fuck you up. It can leave Mark's bruises, and it can definitely traumatize you as well if you let it. So, yeah, I went through this process of, you know, really letting my inner critic eat me alive as far as when I was editing the first four episodes of Curiosity Clubhouse, and it's totally fine. And, you know, I'm always in the process of learning how to love myself through my growth and through my development, I really just started to tear myself apart for how I was communicating and presenting myself. Granted, how I perceive myself and my communication and my articulation, it's definitely skewed because, you know, I'm me and listening to me talk, as I'm sure many can relate, can be a tough process of being loving towards myself and understanding that this is an art form, clear, com- clear, concise communication, presenting stream of thought, holding a train of thought together. It's an art form and I will forever be developing and practicing this. So I digress. I just wanted to share where I was at and it ties directly into what we're going to be talking about today, which is sculpting the inner voice and the importance of that. I believe it's at the core of well-being and essentially, you know, the inner voice is a mirror of your sense of self and your self-love and your reality out here. Developing and building a healthy relationship with your inner dialogue is the foundation of manifesting and creating what we want to create paying attention and building awareness around 
which thoughts we're investing energy into and how that affects our being and our perception of self and therefore, you know, how our relationships are unfolding and just how we feel emotionally. Are we empowered or disempowered? The inner voice, the inner dialogue, your thoughts and you know, how you're taking the wheel as far as directing the energy and flow of thoughts, that all ties into feeling well and being well. And that's a big part of this show is sharing tools and practices, having discussions around how we can be more happy, healthy, and whole human beings. So with that being said, you know, I have a little outline here to keep me on track because yeah this is a lot to unpack and I want to be thorough and make this something digestible and not all over the place which I'm not going to guarantee that but yeah so the power of your thoughts is immense it's immense and You know, we're all in different places with this, and it's always going to be a practice and a process on a daily basis. We're always going to be molding and doing our best to, I mean, if you choose to do so, we're always going to be molding and doing our best to be in a place of self-love, be in a place of empowerment, be in a place of being the architect of your reality and I, and that all starts with your relationship with self knowing thyself on a deep level that's the medicine and knowing thyself is building a relationship and building awareness around the dialogue that's always unfolding on the inside thoughts are always happening we don't have control over that there's popping into our heads but i believe we do have control over how we program our minds and how and how the thoughts or how do i frame this i'm trying to think the best way to phrase this and dive into this next section we don't have control over thoughts happening and popping into our minds but we can control the frequency in which they flow and the way i like to depict this which is something i picked up from a book by naval ravikant is you know, every day we're reinforcing a certain way of being unconsciously, consciously, for better or for worse. There's an inner dialogue always happening. So we either take the wheel or we just perpetually be in a place of letting the inner dialogue run amok and, you know, maybe allowing it to be completely fear-based, completely in a place of it being, you know, limiting beliefs and thoughts that aren't serving us. But we can actively choose. Like I said, this is a process and a practice on a daily basis. There's ebbs and flows. It's a nonlinear process. We're habitual creatures. We've been programmed in certain ways by society, by our parents, by ourselves, because, you know, we have been letting a certain way of being perpetuate. We can take control as long as we decide to take responsibility and do the work. 
So our thoughts and the way in which they flow, the frequency in which they flow, fear-based, love-based, disempowerment, empowerment, we can sculpt that. It's in our hands. And the way we do that is first by building awareness and mindfulness about where we are at, checking in with ourselves and where we're at emotionally because our inner voice is going to determine how we feel emotionally. Are we loving ourselves or are we talking shit to ourselves? Plain and simple. And wherever we're at, I know for me personally, I've had a lot of experience with being in a place of disempowerment and, you know, like I said, letting my inner critic eat me alive and being self-critical in a way that was not constructive, diminishing myself. That's a neurological pathway that's been engraved in my brain. That's a way of being I've allowed to perpetuate. That's a, literally a groove. And this is what I was going to get at before. Fear-based, limiting belief, behavior, thoughts. Fear-based groove in the brain. View it literally as a trough. The trough's been dug. The groove's been dug. Your thoughts are flowing through that. Good thing is, once we've realized that's happening, we can make a choice and take responsibility to carve a new groove within the brain. We don't need to get rid of the negativity, fear-based groove. All we need to do is dig a larger one by actively choosing differently. You notice yourself beating yourself up. Maybe you didn't do something right at work or you wish you would have said this or that and you find yourself diminishing yourself for something you did. We all do it. Right then and there, choose differently. Choose a different story. It's within your hands. That's where the digging of the new groove begins. This is important. This is where we start to propel and more effectively move into self-love and self-empowerment naturally. This is, this is the process and the practice. You notice something and then you take the wheel and you choose differently. This is the beginning of digging the new groove. Choosing self-love, choosing self-empowerment, not thoughts of self-diminishment, not, you know, unconstructive self-criticism, not beating yourself up over some bullshit, you know, choosing, just choosing differently, choosing the opposite side of the coin. Like I said, disempowerment, empowerment, fear, love. What sounds more appealing to you? It's an easy choice, but it's hard because if we are programmed to be a certain way already and to think a certain way, and this has been going on for years, this is, this is a long process, and we are habitual creatures, but our brains are plastic. We can lay new neurological pathways. We can control the way in which our thoughts flow, the frequency in which our thoughts flow. So we have to actively choose when we find ourselves, choose differently when we find ourselves thinking in a fear-based, disempowerment-based way.
Every time you notice that, choose differently and understand that you're cultivating self-love through doing so. So it's just incredibly important to be on your toes and become aware every time you fall into the disempowering frequency of thinking and letting your thoughts flow because we are letting it happen. We may not be conscious at first, but by letting it happen, we're reinforcing whatever neurological pathway we're unconsciously choosing. So it's so important that when we do notice ourselves falling into disempowerment, fear-based thinking, the negative self-criticism, beating ourselves up over something we did or decided to do or something we said, whatever it may be, choose differently and be relentless. Be relentless in that choice-making. It's an act of self-love. It's an act of self-responsibility. And this is at the root of well-being. How are we responding to what we notice about ourselves? Because we're the ones that write our story and we can always choose differently. We are powerful beings and we must realize and harness the power of our minds. This is huge in the maturation process. We're all going through this process. This process of cultivating self-love. So I really love the analogy and depiction of, you know, digging the grooves in the brain, digging the grooves in the neurology and the psychology and realizing that if you are a certain way and you've developed certain patterns and programming, which we all have picked up shit that isn't serving us, that we can take it in another direction. It takes work. It takes cultivating responsibility and it takes persistence, but it's massively worth it. So we have the power to sculpt the inner dialogue to the frequency in which we want. And this is amazing because, like I said, this is a platform you're building. This correlates to success in all areas. Relationship, emotional and mental well-being. More effectively manifesting what we want to create. It's a practice and a process. We're all in it on a daily basis. When you notice yourself flipping off, getting pissed, the drop of a dime in traffic, for someone that didn't even really do anything wrong, being in traffic is an interesting psychological experiment. But it's a great example because the more we allow ourselves to react in certain situations like that and resort to negativity and spreading those bad vibes, the more you're reinforcing it. So every day, we're consciously and unconsciously choosing who we are. It's just how human psychology works. It's the nature of being human. And we're habitual. can be easy to remain 
in that sort of frequency, when we're just allowing it to perpetuate, we're just allowing it to happen, the constant reaction to certain things. So grab the wheel. We are the motherfucking captain of our own ships and our own realities. And I believe that cultivating and shaping the inner voice, the inner dialogue, your relationship with self is just so important. It's the foundation for everything. It's very practical, very simple when you frame it this way, but it's not easy. And it's a nonlinear process, like I said. So we're going to be going all sorts of different ways, depending on how we're feeling a certain day. Something happens in our lives that impacts us in a way that makes it harder to navigate. But we always have control. We always have a choice. There's always a choice to be made. Remember that. As long as you're willing to do the work to take responsibility and actively choose in the face of hardship and challenge. And when you do fall in a place of disempowerment and fear-based, limiting thinking, thoughts are important because thoughts turn into stories about self and stories about self turn into our core beliefs about ourself and the world. So creating what you want to create in the world, this is where it starts. Knowing thyself, building a healthy and loving relationship with yourself. Normalize self-praise. We don't need to be beating ourselves up. We want to be self-critical because we want to perform optimally in the world but we need to make sure we're doing it in a constructive way. And trust me, this has been such a process for me and it's forever unraveling. So we covered a good amount of ground and I'm going to end it there. If you enjoyed the episode, I would love to connect. Uh, if anyone's looking to share resources, connect over Instagram you know, continue the dialogue about this sort of thing, self-empowerment, self-love, why that's important, I would love to chat. And with that being said, we are going to conclude solo cast two of Curiosity Clubhouse. I appreciate y'all listening and I love you all. Smooches. Smooches.